This is Twins Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to This is Twins Podcast. It has been a little while. We were on a little hiatus. I'm happy to be back, and I hope you're happy to be listening. So, Tyler, what's on your mind today? I... Oh my god, <laughs> did you forget what was on your mind? I just entered a darkness. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> totally forgot. Blanked out, just blanked out. Um, haven't been here in a while, so I'm like um, trying to uh, think up genius ideas, you know, and yeah, really make up for the last couple months that we've been gone. I totally um, get it. Absolutely. Well, right now I'm looking at a can of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, so we could always talk about the new tropical flavors they have out they have mountain dew baja gold which is pineapple and mountain dew that's fun yeah um they have, uh, mountain dew baja maui which is mango flavored which i still can't find i was yeah, looking for that either. one we got a 12 pack of baja blast gold i liked it very pineapple <laughs> very pineapple i guess you could i think say. it was more pineapple soda than it was Mountain Dew to me. It did. It was as if it was a different brand. Yeah. I mean, Mountain Dew Baja Blast, the original from Taco Bell, is just incredible. That's that's classic. And the fact that it's uh, back on the shelves makes me happy. Um, They also have a Mountain Dew uh, Baja Blast energy drink now. What's that called? Mountain Dew Baja Blast energy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Really draws you in. Yeah, I'll have to, uh, I know they did a energy drink back in the day. I say back in the day, maybe like six years ago. But I forgot what it was called. Kickstart. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Oh, yeah, Kickstart. I think they still have it out. I'm not sure. I know it's not popular anymore. But I used to drink Mountain Dew Kickstart, but I thought it was a little bit too fruity for my taste. So I went back to like Monster Energy and Red Bull. But yeah, Monster, not Monster. Uh, Mountain Dew came out with a new energy drink based on their Baja Blast line. So that's really cool. I haven't tried it yet, but I want to. I'm not a big energy drink guy. I don't really drink Monster or Red Bull. I'll have a Red Bull every now and then, but my energy usually comes from coffee, mm. so I, I keep it that way. <laughs> so um, if you have yet to try the Mountain Dew Baja Blast uh, Gold in Maui, give it a try. It's really good. Um, I, I, I'm a personal fan of Baja Blast, so the fact that they're coming up with new flavors is really exciting. Yeah, I agree. And I've always loved Baja Blast ever since it came. I I never go to Taco Bell and get a different kind of soda or drink. I always get Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You have to, right? Yeah. I went, I went there once. They're like, we're out of Baja Blast. I'm like, okay, I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> I'm like, I have to eat my Doritos Locos Tacos <laughs> with Baja Blast, you know? Absolutely. So another thing that I've been thinking about lately is the new minions rise of Gru movie oh yeah and the latest tiktok trend gentle minions gentle minions so in case you haven't heard about the trend what they do is a group of usually boys come into the theater buy tickets for the movie dressed up in suits Uh, and like big group of them big group seven plus right so they go in to watch then they film themselves getting excited for the movie, then they film themselves during the movie, and then after the movie. And it's a TikTok trend, and they put uh, 
the the minion rapping song to it to the video and some people don't like that but universal pictures loves it right i mean, I mean they're they, buying their tickets they are then they, they're making so much money off this right now and i know yeah. that's not their demographic you know they want kids to be watching it but the fact that they're reaching out to people of older age i think that i think that's cool i like that i do too and despicable me we, we were kids when that came out right you know this so this is like a sequel to our childhood in, in a way i would love to go to the movies in a suit and watch minions i think that me would too. be fun for me it's like incredibles 2 look how long it took for incredibles 2 to be made after or as the sequel to the original incredibles we all all of us kids in quotes were kids during the incredibles and then what 13 years later incredibles 2 finally comes out and we're like wow yeah, we're watching this. Right, of course. Yeah, so Despicable Me came out in 2010. Wow, yeah. I was 14 years old. Okay, so yeah, I wasn't quite a kid. A freshman in high school. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I wasn't quite a child. I was getting up in them teens. But, the, you know, the point is, some people were kids when that movie came out, and now they're young adults, and you have Minions The Rise of Gru, which is a prequel to Despicable Me, Despicable Me 2, Despicable Me 3, and Minions, which is cool. And, you know, people our age, we like that. We like to see our childhood favorites be, you know, continue. Oh, yeah. Like the old Spider-Man's coming back for the for No Way Home. Right. You know? Show up in a suit, put it on TikTok. It's fun. I think it's fun. I do, too. I agree. I mean, I get how people wouldn't like it because crowds of these... Uh, teenagers are coming into the theater. Yeah. You're a mom. You have a six-year-old daughter or son, and you're taking them to go see this children's movie, and you see a group of teenagers. Yeah, and usually they're probably causing trouble, laughing, yelling, right. all that stuff. So I, I, I get where that could be a bad thing, but if you were a group of teenagers dressing in suits to go see the movie... Just, you know, just have respect for the kids trying to watch it. Have respect for the parents and the the theater staff. You know, this is still a kid's movie, so a lot of kids are going to be drawn to it. And, I, you know, but I'm 26, so I'm one of those people who will walk in and be like, okay, I'm going to shut my mouth now because I need to. Absolutely. Teenagers, they haven't reached that age where they where they know how to do that. Right. Especially <laughs> uh, Generation Z. Don't. Don't uh, don't hang up. <laughs> yeah. I believe some theaters in the United Kingdom actually banned suits or kids uh, wearing suits to the theater because a lot of theaters have been issuing refunds. And there was a couple theaters that issued $1,300 in refunds on the premiere weekend because parents and children were leaving because of these groups of people in suits. Yeah, they were causing trouble, yelling, laughing, just just messing around. And so that caused a lot of the people who came to see the movie and appreciate it. They couldn't appreciate it. So Right. There comes a line that you can't cross. And I just say, and like I said, I'm 26, so I get this. Um, just be respectful, I guess. I think the trend itself is cool. I like, th- I like that. I think it's, it's fun. I think it's creative. Makes me want to go to a theater in a suit and just yeah. watch the minions. Right, <laughs> I'm right. going to be a gentle minion. <laughs> it's a gentle minion. 
So if you want to look into that, it, the trend is called hashtag gentle minions. Just uh, type that in and you can get all that information. So it's cool. Yeah. The last one I saw was a YouTuber, Mr. Beast. He, oh, yeah, I know him. he was in a group of like, had to be more than 50 people. And it was hilarious because all of these people are in suits and they are. Well, the crazy thing about him is he literally rented out the theater. He rented out an entire theater for all of these people in suits to go in and watch the movie. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that is. That's neat. My girlfriend at work is going to the movies tomorrow with her summer camp kids group thing. To watch Minions. So they rented out oh. a theater to do that. And they all have to wear yellow and blue. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and so they're, they're, they're making a whole thing. So yeah, they rented out a theater and they're all going to go watch it tomorrow. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, that's I, fun. I'm, I'm going to make my girlfriend wear a suit. I think that'd be kind of ironic. I um, still want to watch <laughs> it. Honestly. <laughs> I, it looks funny. Yeah. Like it actually it looks... It, I mean, I laughed, my, I laughed my butt off watching the Minions. And uh, it's a funny movie. I mean, the minions are just hilarious. Yeah. I'll tell you. I don't um, care how old you are. If you don't laugh to the minions, you're... Away from movies and suit wearing, the FIFA World Cup is coming up soon in November. And the United States has actually clinched. And they will be playing Wales on November 21st, 2022 at 11 o'clock a.m. for match number one. This will be the first World Cup in the Arab world. I believe it's in Qatar. So that's news to me, actually. I didn't know the World Cup was going to be in the Middle East. But the United States are playing Wales. So I'm I'm actually... I'm not a big soccer guy, honestly. Tyler, do you like to watch soccer? I, I don't, I don't to like watch... to watch soccer. I love to watch the World Cup. I like to... Yeah, same. Like, I don't watch soccer unless the World Cup is on. Now, if it's on a TV at a bar I'm in and there's nothing else on, I'll watch the screen to see if there's any cool shots. But, um... That's pretty much it. But yeah, when the World's Cup when the World's Cup when the World Cup is on, I do like to watch how the United States does. Oh, absolutely. Um I don't know any players in on the team. Um I know don't some players come from the MLS. But but that's the thing though, is uh, even in baseball, the the baseball players that travel for the Olympics aren't from the MLB. When the best when MLB players are clearly the fit well, Anthony Anthony Davis just played in the Olympic team. But um, in baseball, not a single MLB player has played in the Olympic team, which blows my mind because we could take over the world. Um, <laughs> contracts, probably. It's probably a it does contract. That's exactly what it is. So if you're a soccer fan, look forward to November 22nd. USA is clinched. Well, I guess if you're a soccer fan, you already know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, FIFA World Cup's coming up. So news and music. Tyler, what's your favorite band? I'm just curious. Imagine Dragons. And didn't they like just come out with a new album? Mercury Act 2. All right. And how's that album to you? Incredible. So Mercury Act 2 by Imagine Dragons is their sixth studio album. It was released on July 1st through Kid in a Corner and Interscope Records. And it's a sequel to their album last year, Mercury Act 1. So when I was sitting down listening to this album, I felt something deep like i felt like intense emotions from these songs and 
I heard from an interview with Dan Reynolds and company that it was meant to be as deep as I perceived it. That this was like a coming-of-age emotional journey. It had a lot to do with the loss of loved ones and the reality of it and um, moving on from grief. And so a lot of these songs really would hit a soft spot for a lot of people and have hit a soft spot. So they said that they, this is one of the albums that they've enjoyed the most recording out of all six of their albums. They said that they, they think that this is their best album, which I think I can agree, but I'm a big fan of development of art. And so the more you do something and the more special it is to you, the better it's going to get throughout the years. And so I, I like that idea that this is their best because it's the most recent, you know, they've grown into the band that they are today. And I can agree that this is their best. And even they think that I'm huge with nostalgia. If I hear a song from like 10 years ago, I'll be like, Oh my God, I love this song. And so imagine dragons like smoke and mirrors album, for example, it's hard to say that Mercury Act 2 is better than Smoke and Mirrors because at the time of Smoke and Mirrors, it was incredible. It was the greatest album I've ever heard. And then I hear Mercury Act 2 and I'm like, this is the greatest album I've ever heard. But that isn't saying that Smoke and Mirrors is no longer, at that time, the greatest album I've ever heard. Right, okay, but what if you were to hear Mercury Act 2 at the same time you heard Smoke and Mirrors? Would you think it would have been better? That's a really hard question to answer. It it is, (laughs) and it's hard because you can't go back in time and experience that again. But if you think about it that way, it's like you go back to Smoke and Mirrors, it's like, wow, they've developed so much as artists. Just everything about it. I don't look at it that way. Um, How do you look at it then? I would... I could say that a Smoke and Mirrors song is better than a Mercury Act 2 song. Oh, no, I'm talking the, the, the entirety of the album, though, like, at, as one. Um, I, I mean, yeah, there's a few songs in Mercury Act 2 that I would choose a Smoke and Mirrors song or Origins album song or Evolve song over, but with the album altogether, I think my experience while listening was definitely better than, I, than what I've experienced in the past. That's fair, but I don't pay attention to, uh, to development, honestly. Um, but you've, li- you've been listening to them for years, so you, even, even if you don't pay attention to, to the development, you can still see it. You can still hear the development, even if you're not paying attention. But it's not a focus I have. Right, but you but it's happening right in front of you. You know. I mean, if you th- if you listen to Radioactive and listen to their one of their newer songs like Higher Ground, you're like, wow, Radioactive is the one you go to. Radio- well, yeah, because that that was one of their first big hits. And well, so, now you're bringing up popularity, and in- well, that was one of their bigger hits because it was one of their better songs. And but you listen to one of their songs now, it's like, wow, like they have they have gr- grown into this like incredible this where you have this emotional like melancholy listening to this music and it's i i love it it's amazing it's like fireworks going on in my ears you know yeah so if you haven't heard imagine dragons yet mercury act 2 is out on all streaming platforms for sale everywhere it's everywhere 
So check that out. And if you don't like Imagine Dragons, well, at least give it a shot, you know? Just try. And there are a lot more songs in Radioactive. That's what I tell everybody. If I tell somebody, do you know who Imagine Dragons is? They'll say, yeah, Radioactive. I'm like, no, that's not who they are. I mean, even even when people do, they do say that. That was a good amount of years ago, to where I mean, even their their most recent hit, uh, "Enemy," with the Ar- Arcane uh, League of Legends show, um, that that turned into a hit. And then they had Thunder a while back. That turned into a hit. So I'm surprised Radioactive is still that go-to song. I know. <laughs> Imagine Dragons, in my opinion, is a top five pop rock band. Top five alternative rock. I and that's in my opinion. But just the success that they've had throughout the years, I think we can finally say that they are one of the better bands today. Absolutely. I don't think there's a question. I mean, the Rolling Stone, they're not big fans. But who cares about the Rolling Stone? <laughs> <laughs> um I like Imagine Dragons. I'm I really want to go see them live because I I did hear that they put on incredible shows. Yeah. I, well, well, they're coming here to Los Angeles in September. Yeah, I definitely want to go see that. And hopefully they'll play some Mercury Act 2 songs. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh since we're talking about music, um As It Was by Harry Styles is number 1 on the Billboard charts today. And if you haven't heard As It Was by Harry Styles, you're lying. <laughs> you probably heard it, but not even realized it because it's everywhere. It's it's uh, it's pretty good. It has like that catchy 80s pop melody to it, but then like a more modern style of singing with like decent lyrics. Like the songwriting is just great in that song. Um, I love it. It's catchy. It's a good bop. I like to dance to it. You know, it, it makes you want to tap your foot, nod your head. Right, and so I, I mean, I, I'm definitely a big fan of that song. I'm a fan of Harry Styles. I think some of his songs on the album, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get killed for this. <laughs> they sound like copycat versions of songs that exist. Oh yeah. Not all of them. Not exact. It just I, there's there's a vibe that I've felt with other songs that I'm that I feel the same with some of his songs and I'm like wait you got that idea from someone where's And a lot of pop songs are doing that nowadays too. Well definitely but Harry Styles is so original that you would think that he wouldn't take these ideas but then again the Weeknd's doing it you know Dua Lipa's doing it. I mean if anything everyone they're bringing back 80s 90s pop music you know which I personally love you know I still I still listen to Elton John um of course, he kind of owned his own style, but when we're talking about like seventies, eighties pop music, that style really never died. Well, speaking it, of eighties, it never went away. Number three on the Billboard charts is going to blow your mind: "Running Up That Hill" by Kate Bush. You know, I've never actually heard. I've I, okay, I've never clicked on that song and listened to it. I've never chosen to listen to that song. I've only heard it around me. Like I've never TikTok even or, heard it until recently. And unfortunately, I haven't seen the new season of Stranger Things, so I did hear it first on TikTok. Um, but it's incredible how huge that song is now, with how old it is. I mean, a 1984 song is number three on the Billboard charts, 
in 2022. Well, Fergie too. She just her song just went up. Uh, what's the uh, gla- glamorous? Fer- Fergalicious? Oh, yeah. I think yeah, gla- glamorous. Um, so glamorous just blew up on TikTok because of a remit. Because or who was that? Jack. Jack, Jack Har- Harlow. Har- Jack Harlow. So in first class by Jack Harlow. Here, let's let's see if I can play a clip and not get flagged for copyright. So that G L A, uh, that is actually a sample from Fergie's song "Glamorous," and that song is now being listened to more. Not first class by Jack Harlow. Fergie's Glamorous is now going up in streaming. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think that's funny how these songs are coming back because of today's artists who are sampling or, you know, copying the style in today's media platforms. In today's <laughs> media platforms. And I, I think that's, I like that, you know? So this music, it's never dying. It's just fading away and then being brought back. <laughs> so... I could see that continuing to happen too. Oh, definitely. I think I think forever music will be eternal. It'll be Well, I think this is a good spot to uh finish up. So thank you for listening to This Is Twins Podcast. I hope to hear from you next time because we're gonna have another episode coming up soon. Let us know your thoughts and hit us up if you want. We're on This Is Twins on Facebook, This Is Twins Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to check out our music. Under 10 Foot Waves at 10 Foot Waves Music on Instagram, 10 Foot Waves on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and Apple Music and everywhere you listen to your music. So thank you for joining us today, and I hope you have a beautiful day. This is Twins Twins Podcast. Bye. (laughs) This is probably playing over the music. Okay.